The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's 3.06 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Andrew will be back on Monday. Um, yeah, he's on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. So thanks to everyone for sharing their experiences with the medical system and their wait times. I think we could do uh, two full shows on uh, on that, and maybe we'll revisit again in uh, the very near future. Right now, though, hey, look who it is, one of our favorite guests, Kelly Keene, joining us in studio, the personal finance educator, author, consumer advocate, joining us to help figure out... How to handle holiday spending. Uh Um, I think for a lot of people, what I think what the average was about $1,500 that we're spending on Christmas. And I know some will spend more, some will spend a little less. But I know in our family right now, we're sitting there going, okay, well, how much are we going to spend? Like, what is our budget? Because years past, we didn't make a budget. (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly, if there's one thing I've learned from you is... You have to do that. Well, I know no one wants to hear no. that. <laughs> and and here's the thing, Jalen. Always great to be back, mm-hmm. by the way. Thanks for having me. Um, so the estimates are around 1500 to 2000 Chartered Professional Accountants of Canada just contacted me last week because they came out with a new survey saying that people said they were going to spend around $650. No. Like, really? What, did they forget food and wine yeah. and travel and everything else? So, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what are we at? We're at December 5th. You may have spent a lot already. So we're going to have some tips for you on, on how to rein it in and how to still have some fun. However, here's the big takeaway right at the beginning of our segment figure out what's called your baseline (laughs) okay figure out your baseline like don't fool yourself what do you mean by your baseline exactly so just do what you would normally do do what your family would do within reason we're gonna have some tips like within reason but actually be honest what did you spend so get a little binder, put everything in it, put the receipts in it, the warranties, the this, that, and the other thing. Uh, one of the tips is, and I do this myself, make sure that I only buy at stores I can take stuff back. Okay. Uh, I think it's so, so important because the gift that you bought that my mom doesn't like, and she doesn't like any of my gifts generally, so I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, if you have that, that you just over binged and you yeah. want to take some back. Okay, so you do the binder, you put everything in there, but you wanted to get that baseline of what did you actually spend? Who were the people that came over that you didn't factor them coming in over? Uh, what were the trips that you took that you didn't plan on doing? The extra bottles of wine for the party. It's interesting because when I, I interview uh, credit counselors a lot, mm-hmm. nonprofit credit counselors, and we've talked ab- about that a lot on your show, and they'll say that if people actually spent what they think they spent, <laughs> they would be just fine. <laughs> but what they tell me is, for instance, people really underestimate groceries or uh, underestimate eating out or mm. things of that sort, and when they actually track it, they're shocked, and that's what derails people. You know what, and I, I think those are some really great points there, because I think when we 
think of Christmas or spending, holiday spending, yeah. that you think of just the the presents and that sort of thing. And it's so much more than that. You're right. It's the food. It's it's the going out and the visiting. New outfit, it's the, the new, new outfit for the Christmas party. It is every time you're going to a Christmas party, taking a bottle of wine. Right. Yeah. Um, the gas, you know, just even the gas, the parking, the you know, all of that adds up. And I think you need to actually decide who it is <laughs> that you really want to spend for. So yes. if it includes the guy that wa- hauls the water to your house, like in mm-hmm. in our case, because we get the water hauled in. And I can remember one Christmas, my husband says to me, well, do we give him something? Right. It's our first year here. I'm like, I don't know. Do we give him something? And I had like some chocolate, some, you know, right. whatever. I'm like, here, here's yeah. some chocolates, right? He's probably had like dozens of chocolates. But you, that all adds up, all yeah, those absolutely. little things. Yeah, absolutely. So what you're going to do, you're going to figure oh, okay. out your baseline. You're going to, mm. you know, you're going to be reasonable at this this buffet of holiday seasons with food <laughs> and with money. But January 2nd, you're going to pull that binder out. No, so soon, So Kel. soon. Come you're on. Gonna, you're going to add it all up. Okay. And you're not going to feel bad because it's not about feeling bad. What you're going to do is you're going to go, okay, this is what we actually spent. Now... You call up your certified financial planner, you call up your banker, you go online, you open an account and you say, we're going to save this monthly. So there's no guilt next year. And then you're always going to do that. You're going to say, in addition to whatever else you're doing, because here's the reality. And and we've also talked about this before, that over 50% of Canadians, more so in Alberta, are $200 away from not being able to pay their bills. Mm -hmm. So if holiday spending was not budgeted for, which for a lot of people it's not, not. and if you're going to go over by just a couple hundred bucks more, what does that mean? That means stress. That means worry. um, That means maybe missing minimum payments. And I just came back from a national research symposium on financial literacy in Toronto. And I've heard this before, and and I've said it before, that it's very expensive to be poor. It's very expensive to be broke. It's very expensive to miss payments, to do all of that, and it snowballs really, really quickly. So um, if you're listening to this and you've got that pit in your stomach, you know, it's to put it in perspective. And here's the thing, Jalen, too. I mean, I've had money and I've not had money. Mm -hmm. And you want to spend more when you don't have money. You know, you want to buy for the kids when you don't have Mm -hmm. it. You want to do all that when you've got it. You're like, let's be frugal and let you know. <laughs> let's like, when you have money, you make different decisions. Yeah. So I think it's it's and it, this is all easier said than done. You know, I have to. I was thinking of you last night when I opened up a, a credit card statement that oh, came yeah. to came to the house, and my husband looked at me. He's like, Jay. You forgot to pay this. And I said, what are you talking about? Well, I have a credit card that I haven't used. It's just there. It's got about a $5,000 limit on it. But you know what went through on it earlier this year? My AMA membership for $150 or $190, whatever it is. That that envelope last night held... uh, a threatening letter in it saying, this is your final notice. No way. This will get, um, be taken legal action. I'm like, how did right. that, how did right. that happen? And it yeah. was only, it's only 200 dollars on that credit card there's not been anything on that so credit card for that not it. even thinking exactly. about it so i mean having said that went on went on to the computer last night added it as a bill payment yeah. boom 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 it was done but i thought how did that right. happen i remember specifically in my 20s ignoring the credit card statements right. like i'm not <laughs> opening that i'm not opening that i'm not opening that but that just 
That one just happened out of the blue to the point where there was a threat of legal action wow. uh, on behalf of CIBC Visa on $204. Right, exactly. That was it. That's the thing. It's not the amount, right? Yeah. It's not the amount. In fact, you the, haven't paid it. it. That you haven't paid it. And that happens to so many people. What also happens is they go to apply for a cell phone or mm-hmm. a, um, a lease on a computer or something yeah. insignificant, and they get declined because maybe they didn't fully close out their cell phone bill of the last provider and it's sitting in collections mm-hmm. or something like that. Doesn't matter if it's $25. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's under $200. It matters. And um, I bet somewhere too in that statement shows all these missed fees and stuff yeah. like that and yeah. over limit fees or what? maybe we wouldn't have an over limit fee. <laughs> and it was but, like, here's advice. You oh. should call a credit counselor. Here's now. It was all this sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, it's still, you know, 200 bucks. Anyway, right. but it got me thinking and I think that this is one of the things that is on your list when it comes for holiday spending. Yeah. When I was on the webpage last night, when I added that bill payment in, I also went in and started checking things off on for alerts, for right alerts on, on um, whatever uh, transactions, miss, miss payments, whatever it is. I checked them all on, right on. and I know that's uh, that's a big one on your list. It's a really big one. Um, identity theft is huge, and good for you, by the way. Identity theft is really huge this time of year as it is in the summer, right? Busy mm-hmm. times. And now I have just found out that I'm part of the Marriott Breach and all of that like who knows oh what boy. They, who knows what they have and quite frankly who knows what they have on any of us mm-hmm. so you want to be paying really, really, really close attention. Uh, I've also had people raise this to me, and I'm on a, um, a national committee on consumer protection. There is no set, for example, not this bank or that credit card statement or whatever that says you have this long to report fraud on your account. And I had a host of a show here mm-hmm. in Edmonton um, tell me that that sh- she was literally two days over 60 days on reporting fraud, and they said, we're not going to it because it's over 60 days so th- there is no consensus right now that if you're with this bank or whatever really get 30 days or six and I spent an hour on the phone with wine and because <laughs> this is my job trying to get an answer from my bank yeah. and I could not get an answer of how long you have now if it's only 60 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever, it might not be that big of a deal. But if it's $1,000 or it's $2,000, so this is not to scare anyone away mm-hmm. from using their credit card by all means. Use your credit card, you're protected. But if you do not know your role in all of it, you might be unpleasantly surprised. So you were talking about alerts. Yes, you can go on your online banking and go into your credit, if your credit card is not with your online banking, uh, and you can put alerts. This might be a lot for some people, but it's also a great way mm-hmm. to curtail a shopping spree <laughs> is um, every time you use your debit or your credit card, you immediately get an email or a text alert. Some people that's overkill, yeah. but I have a, um, a supplementary card with my husband. So I would also get the alert if he's using his card or if my assistant is using the card mm-hmm. or something of that sort. Very, very hard. <laughs> Who Who's going to see that at the end of the month and realize that like 123 Alberta Limited or something yeah. charged you $280? Yeah. What was yeah. that, right? And just because you go into a store doesn't mean it shows on your credit card statement. So 
um, maybe flagging your credit bureau, things of that sort, lots of stuff to pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Okay. So go in, click those on. Yeah. Uh, the financial binder. I love that idea because I love the idea of tallying it all up. And if you can save it for next year, I think that's a brilliant idea. You talk about don't going, don't go shopping hungry. When I go grocery shopping hungry, <laughs> everything that comes home is either cheese or brown colors. Like totally. it's like chicken fingers or bread, various shades of bread. That that's pretty much, right? you know, I didn't get this butt by not doing that. Right. <laughs> oh, like that's God, just that the truth. And, and, and coach, when he goes shopping hungry, it's a completely different thing. Uh, you're talking about going shopping, shopping, retail shopping. It's yeah. the same thing. Again, make a plan. Know what you're going in for because I'll go in and go, oh, I only have okay. today. It's got to get out on the Greyhound uh, tomorrow. And, oh, I need this for mom. I need this for my stepmom, blah, blah. Not, not really any thought, but just right? buying. Yeah. Just buying. Exactly. And that's the thing is retailers are counting on that. Uh, They're counting on us getting in. Emotions are being, um, you know, brought up from childhood. A song is triggering uh, something, a smell or whatever. And then we feel guilty and we want to just fix everything with money, buy a bunch of stuff. And we get depleted very, very quickly, especially if you go shopping after work. What happens is when you're mentally fatigued, you now default to the default. Uh, so whatever's in that Sephora lineup when I'm paying, <laughs> I'm going to buy all that stuff or whatever. My niece wants that. Start putting it in. Um, now, something my husband is very guilty of is Ooh. buying a lot of stuff. We know that we, we never go shopping hungry. No, not at all. But this is what he loves to do. If there's a deal, he can't help but just be like, if it's cauliflower, we have 18 of them in the fridge and it doesn't matter if there's any recipe for it. So this is the thing too is, you know, don't just run to the sales rack. Don't just, that's a great deal. It's not a great deal if you didn't need it to begin with, if you didn't want it, if you didn't, I, I just did it to myself yeah. not that long ago. And I was lured by the sales rack. Go, even if it's more expensive, buy the thing you want, enjoy it, eat the food you want, enjoy it. But, but don't just be lured by that. It's, it's, it's just, you know. Have you been talking with my husband? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him up next time before the no, show. No, it's like, just because it was on sale didn't mean you have to buy it. It was two for one. Didn't mean you need to, yeah, right? all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad for that. Um, we, we mentioned about the alerts on the credit card. Let's go back to the credit card uh, for a second. Um, should we be paying cash? Mm. Should we be playing credit card? Um, I rarely carry cash anymore, mm -hmm. but I find when I do carry cash, I pay a lot more attention right? to how much I've spent compared to when I'm using um, a card. Yes. Okay. Totally different things going on in your brain when you're using cash or when you're using debit and credit. So even though debit is your money, it's not credit, when you tap and go, when you just do that, it's nebulous. Your brain just, like, it does not feel any pain. However, <laughs> when you're using cash... It's a loss. It's coming out of your wallet. It's coming out of your purse. A part of your brain lights up and it hurts. So that's good. Here's what's not good though with paying cash. And I do recommend people at least once a quarter, spend a day using cash. Mm -hmm. Feel it. Feel the money. Feel, smell <laughs> it. I, I have American cash. I love cash. But hard to keep track of. It goes really fast. You don't know where it went. And then when it comes to the holidays, here's the problem. Even using debit, like you have no protection or you have very little protection if a vendor goes out of business if you bought the big screen tv and there's a problem with it you have the extra measures of visa mastercard american express standing behind you if there's a problem with that so merchant. what can they do 
lots of stuff. So for instance, my mom bought this high-end recliner a number of years ago. It took six months to reveal that they actually had re repaired something, but it didn't show till the sun hit mm -hmm. it and all of that. She used her debit card. She never uses her debit card. She had no recourse. Yeah. If she would have used Visa or MasterCard, she could have said, no, within my terms and conditions. Now, it depends how many months you have. Yes. Every credit card has different bells and whistles based on what your bells and whistles are, right? If you've got the platinum card or the, the entry-level card or whatever, but you do have protection. So if someone's coming to your house saying they're a charity, if they're saying that they're you know giving you a great deal on siding or roofing or something of that sort, if you use your credit card and they go out of business tomorrow, number one, if they're a shyster, they probably don't accept merchant services. Mm -hmm. Or even if you're at the kiosk at the mall or something like that, right? You don't know if that organization or that vendor is going to be around. Use your Visa or MasterCard. Use your credit card because you're going to get that protection uh, that you wouldn't get with debit or with cash. So there are times to use it. Same, you know, read your fine print when you're renting the car, when you're, you know, booking the flights, all that type of stuff. I think a lot of times it, you're better to use the credit card than use the cash or the debit. Yeah, we're using, I think I've told you this, we're using the credit card all the time now oh, yeah. to get the points yeah, and absolutely. to track. And actually, it's been actually uh, really good for us to track our spending right? as well. And it's shocking at times, to be <laughs> honest with you, when you look at, okay, well, you what, you're going out for lunch every weekend or maybe on uh, Saturday and Sunday or doing whatever every weekend and what that adds up yeah. to be. Just all of those things. It's a really good way for us to track it. And um, yeah, we talk about you at home a lot, Kelly. Oh, no. Please don't find that odd. <laughs> um, I know when I went in to buy uh, patio furniture a couple of years ago at uh, at a big store here in town and it was a super sale it was like regular thousand dollars for this set and i got it for five hundred dollars wow. but if i got the credit card with it i got another 10 or 20 percent mm -hmm. off mm -hmm. so you know what i did you got it i got the credit card <laughs> got the discount then canceled the credit card right i did cancel the credit card okay um was that a good idea or a bad idea should we should we be turning down those offers yeah now a lot of people have written to me saying that they found some loophole around mm. this and they're just not going to activate the card when it comes in the mail. They're going to take the 20%. They're not going to activate the card. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't matter if you activate your card or not, you're in. So first of all, that's a hit on your credit report. Second of all, it does hurt your credit to have a department store card because this non-thinking algorithm that is Equifax and TransUnion says, why would you take a card for 29% interest <laughs> when you could get a good bank card mm -hmm. for 12 or 15 mm -hmm. or what have you? And the fact is that you you did, that's fine. If you really were going to save that much money and you knew you were going to cancel the card, you didn't care about your credit score. None of that matters. Well, I didn't you. think about my credit score at that point, which I probably right. should have. I mean, your credit score is fluid. So just yeah. because you do some little thing here and there, it, but if you are watching your credit or if you're mindful of it or if it's not great and you're trying to improve it, you don't want to do stuff like that. Okay. Bottom line is people are generally going to keep a balance. They know that. That's why they're offering the 15 or 20% because uh. they're going to get you in for the, you know, you're going to leave it there. And you're going to go, I got this great sale. <laughs> you're going to leave it on a card and pay 29% interest. And, and then I got the pillows to go with it too. Right? And it looked really Really nice yeah you know mm. what I get it I get it we like stuff I yeah. love stuff I have to trick myself all the time as a spender it's just being more mindful of these things pausing 
going, do you really need it? Do you want it? Does it fit within it, within your lifestyle? And if you do, go for it. Have fun, enjoy it, but be mindful. Don't just, you know, and I... That was that was how I ended up with my first credit card, which took ended up taking years to, to be paid too. off. It was a Saskatchewan Rough Riders um, hat that was at a, a Rough Riders game at Taylor Field in Regina when I worked there, and they had a, these really funky hats. But you got the hat if you signed up for the credit card. Uh, you know how much that damn hat ended up cost over the years? <laughs> right? Oh, well, or in, in, in the end cost my dad because yeah. it was the one time that dad said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to bail you out of this one. And that was it. Wow. Lesson learned. Wow. Lesson learned on that one really, yeah. really quick, Good. quickly. Good for you. Um, okay. Kelly Keen is in studio uh, talking uh, holiday spending today. I have to put my glasses back on here so I can see. We've talked about the the financial binder, the holiday financial band binder. We've talked about going shopping hungry yes. um, and about making pr- uh, purchases on your credit card. The in-store credit card discount offer which we're shaking our head at unless you're absolutely going to cancel it uh, afterwards. There's a lot more to talk about with Kelly coming up. You're going to stick around for a little bit longer. Uh, some of the texts, you, you can always get a hold of us too. 6.30, I know a lot of you um, are already texting in. Credit cards are bad. You should cut them up. Also, you should not advise your listeners to use a credit card for any reason at all, says this person. Well, that's up to them to yeah. make that decision. They're grown adults. You bet. Uh, we were blessed with never having a lot of money. Kids always got one gift. Uh, spend some extra money on seasonal treats and a great family dinner. Now kids are grown up. We draw names or do gift exchange. Grandchildren under 12 get a specific gift. Everyone else participates in, participates in gift exchange, either making a gift or spending max $25. The max that we've ever spent is... Uh, is that three by four hundred dollars? Best Christmases ever. But again, it's about making that plan. Whatever works for exactly. your family. More with Kelly after this. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.